Welcome back, diligent legal scholars. In this session, we'll explore the fascinating and intricate world of white-collar crimes. These offenses typically involve deceit, financial misconduct, and violations of trust within the business and financial sectors. Today, we'll focus on three prominent white-collar crimes, fraud, embezzlement, and insider trading. Let's start with fraud, deceptive practices for financial gain. Fraud is a broad category of white-collar crime that involves deliberate deception for financial or personal gain. Key elements of fraud include A false statement, representation, or concealment of material information. Intent to deceive or defraud. Reliance on the false information by the victim. Damages or harms suffered by the victim as a result. Fraud can take many forms, such as securities fraud, mortgage fraud, identity theft, and healthcare fraud. Next, embezzlement, misappropriation of funds. Embezzlement occurs when a person entrusted with someone else's money or property misappropriates it for their own use. Key elements of embezzlement include a fiduciary relationship between the defendant and the victim, the defendant's misappropriation or conversion of the funds or property, the defendant's intent to permanently deprive the victim of their property. Embezzlement often occurs in employment or financial management settings. Insider trading, trading on non-public information. Insider trading involves buying or selling securities based on material, non-public information about a company. Key elements of insider trading include the possession of material, non-public information, the defendant's use of that information to trade securities, the breach of a duty of trust or confidence, typically owed to the company and its shareholders. Insider trading is regulated by securities laws and can have significant legal and financial consequences. Here's a case study, United States v. Smith, Analyzing Securities Fraud. To better understand these concepts, let's consider United States v. Smith. In this case, the defendant, a corporate executive, is charged with securities fraud for making false statements about the company's financial health to inflate its stock price. Several investors suffered significant financial losses when the truth came to light. Here, we see the elements of securities fraud at play, false statements, intent to deceive, reliance by investors, and resulting harm. Securities fraud is a form of fraud that specifically pertains to the securities market. Now for our first question. Can you explain the difference between fraud and embezzlement in terms of the victim's relationship with the defendant? Certainly. The key difference between fraud and embezzlement lies in the nature of the victim's relationship with the defendant. Fraud, in fraud cases, the victim may have a more general or arm's-length relationship with the defendant. The defendant engages in deceptive practices to induce the victim to take certain actions, often involving financial loss. Embezzlement, in embezzlement cases, there is typically a fiduciary or trust relationship between the defendant and the victim. The defendant is entrusted with the victim's money or property due to a position of trust, such as an employee handling company funds. Embezzlement involves the defendant's breach of this trust by misappropriating the assets for their own use. Now our next question. How do insider trading laws apply to different types of securities transactions, such as buying or selling stocks, options, or bonds? Insider trading laws apply to a wide range of securities transactions, including buying or selling stocks, options, bonds, and other financial instruments. The key factor in determining whether insider trading has occurred is the use of material, non-public information for personal gain or to benefit others unfairly. Whether it involves trading stocks, options, or bonds, 
The central issue is whether the trader possessed and used insider information that was not available to the general public. Securities laws and regulations, such as the Securities Exchange Act of 1934 and the Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act, govern various types of securities transactions to prevent unfair practices like insider trading. And that concludes our exploration of white-collar crimes, including fraud, embezzlement, and insider trading. These offenses highlight the importance of maintaining trust and integrity in financial and business transactions. In our next session, we'll shift our focus to the legal principles surrounding search and seizure, including the Fourth Amendment and the exclusionary rule. Prepare to delve into the complexities of criminal procedure and constitutional law. Until then, keep expanding your legal knowledge and critical thinking skills.